0: This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by Reddit user Tiosasta. The title of the story is Free Use Husband. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. I exist only for her. I've been poor my entire life. I don't know my parents. I believe they abandoned me shortly after birth and I spent my entire childhood in an orphanage. No one wanted me. As soon as I turned 18 I was released into the world with barely any money, my paperwork, a high school education, and a few change of clothes. I was homeless for a time, living off the kindness of strangers. Eventually, I landed a job as a dishwasher and a busboy for an Italian restaurant. The owner, Rosa, was kind to me and she let me sleep in the back. I saved enough money to buy some clothes and shoes to look like a proper person. I thought about buying a phone but who am I going to call? Who's going to call me? That restaurant saved my life. And that same restaurant is where I met my wife, Lainey. She was older than me by a year. Her being 20 and I had just turned 19. But I was clearing some tables and she bid me sit with her. I think her date ditched her. She never said and I never asked. But she looked sad that night. She's beautiful. Easily a 9. 9 with long blonde hair and a very pretty face and striking blue eyes. She has fair skin and her face has little bits of freckles scattered all over. She liked them and so did I she's slender in build but her breast is modest. Her thighs have some weight on them and her butt is rather toward the larger side. But she's happy with her figure. Looking back, I don't think she's aged at all and she's as beautiful as the day I met her. She talked to me and I listened. And when she left she gave me a kiss on the cheek and a $100 tip. I tried to give it back but she wanted me to have it. Over time she kept coming back at the same time and she would ask me to sit with her. I just listened to her and her problems. I'm not really sure what to say to her. She's beautiful and she smelled like strawberries. Eventually, she would come to the restaurant on my day offs. Even though I call it my day off I worked in the back for free and washed dishes. I felt that I owed it to Rosa but she asserted that I go with Lainey. I wondered why she wanted to spend time with me. I'm just a poor nobody but she took me to her car. I've only ridden in a car a handful of times. I always walked everywhere. She took me to the mall where we walked around and talked. This time she was insistent on getting to know me. But I could only tell her about my uninteresting life. She felt sad for me. I wonder why. And she gave me a hug. I haven't felt a hug in at least 15 years. A friend of mine when I was 4 was adopted and he hugged me as he was on his way out. We bought dresses and clothes for her. And she wanted to buy me some clothes and shoes too but I declined. She tried to but I firmly requested it. She looked sad that she didn't get to. But I told her that I liked spending time with her. She gave me a kiss again, this time on the lips. That felt nice. We've been together for about five years now. Dating her was difficult. I didn't drive and her family pretty much disapproved of me. They almost disowned her if she stayed with me. But she told them that they'll never see her kids if they do. She's well off in life. She lived in a grand house that has marble flooring and big doors. I felt out of place and for the first few months of dating her I didn't feel like going into her home. Her father never liked me. And her mother is tolerant of me at best. Her brother tried to beat me up but I've been in enough fights to dodge him. He was a bit overweight so it was easy. I didn't want to humiliate him but I'm too poor to go to the hospital. Her older sister was the nicest to me. She proposed to me. It felt a little uneasy because I felt that I was supposed to propose to her but she wanted to do it. We married and obviously, no one came to my side except for Rosa. I'm always grateful for her, and I'm sad that she passed away last year. Her father always glared at me. I understood exactly why. I'm taking away his daughter. Me and nobody is going to be in charge of taking care of her. I learned what I could from watching videos on housekeeping, on how to fix leaky pipes and basic plumbing. Basically, I learned what I could in trying to keep a house together. I was scared. This is the first home I've lived in and I wanted to keep it secure and strong. My wife owns it and I'll make sure that I can fix what I can. Later on, she bought a house. It's not too big but I felt it to be a grand mansion. I have to make sure to keep this one intact. Lainey worked in an office and she's always stressed out after work. I kept the house in order, cleaned it, fixed whatever needed to be fixed, and made dinner for her. She made the money in our marriage and everything belongs to her. I willingly signed a print-up. Her father pushed for it. And I understood why. I don't think I deserve any of her money anyway. She's the one who worked for it not me. One day she came home. A little angrier and a lot more stressed out. She sat on the couch and talked to me. Or rather yelled at me because she was too tired to walk to the kitchen and I was making her dinner. It didn't feel right to raise my voice to her. So every time I would give a reply I walked to her. I made her some spaghetti. And meatballs. I learned it from the Italian restaurant. I still worked there whenever I could just to earn money for me to spend. It didn't feel right spending her money. She pressed that I have a debit card that connects to our joint account. But every time I need to buy something I would spend my own money. I never trusted banks so I cashed my check and I would always give $5 to any of the homeless folks around the city whenever I walked. I never learned to drive. I don't own a car so I didn't need to. Laney owned three and she said I can use one. But I refuse. Those are her cars, not mine. I do have a bicycle, though. Babe, come here. She yelled from the couch and I did as I was told. Sit next to me and take off your pants. I don't hesitate and I just slide my sweatpants off and sit next to her. She starts giving me a sloppy blowjob and I just let her. I've been good with my stamina. But the way she curls her tongue around the head of my penis and she would massage my balls have always been my kryptonite. Within 10 minutes of her sucking and licking, I shot my load in her mouth and she moaned as she swallowed it. She sucked and tightened her lip around my shaft to try and get the last bit of cum. When she's done and she gulped down my cum, I get up, put my pants back on, give her a kiss and she would slap my ass. Thanks, babe. It's sweet and tasty she would say. And she licked her lips and wipe up any of the semen that escaped her mouth. I go back and finish what I was doing. The pasta is ruined now so I have to start over. We've had this arrangement ever since after our honeymoon, and I'm not sure where she got the idea for it. She is free to basically force sex onto me wherever. And whenever, I could be dead asleep and she would be giving me a blowjob. I could be taking a shower and she could just come in and she would tell me to fuck her. Every night she would tell me to stop washing the dishes and she would sit on the countertop and hike up her skirt and she would tell me to stick my dick into her or eat her out. I fuck her as hard as I can, as fast as I can, and I make sure to come inside her pussy or her mouth. She really enjoys the feeling of semen oozing out of her vagina and she loves the taste of it. I'm not entirely sure how I feel about this arrangement, but I owe her my life. So I just go along with it. For four years I became hers to use however she wanted. I don't want to refuse her. There are days where my dick is sore and I need for it to rest but she would tell me to come and fuck her. And I would just go. Sometimes I'm lucky and all she wants is oral. Those are good days since I enjoyed eating her pussy. During the weekdays she would only ask for sex two to three times. When she arrives home from work and when I'm done doing the dishes, Sometimes she would start feeling frisky before we sleep so she tells me to fuck her. I've always been able to keep up with her request. She is actually amazed that I can produce the amount of semen that I can, but I felt the need to so I'm grateful for that. The weekends, however, are when I need to make sure I drink a lot of water. She would ask for sex 5 minutes 6 times a day, and sometimes she would perform fellatio before we fuck. Every 3 or 4 hours I need to please my wife. This Sunday, however, is a little different. I entered the room carrying a load of laundry that I had just folded and she was sitting on the bed cry. Before her is what I own. An old shoebox that has a few hundred dollar bills. An old razor cell phone that Rosa gave to me. And a notepad. In that notepad is, quite possibly my deepest thoughts and insecurities. About how she might leave me for a man better learned or someone else that can make as much money as she can so she didn't have to work so hard. So she didn't have to come home stressed out. So she can have a happier life. A life I cannot give her. The money. The few measly green bills are basically my rainy day fund. If she ever divorces me, this is what I'm taking with me. I'm not sure where a few hundred dollars can take me. I can always go back to the restaurant, but that place never felt the same since Rosa passed. I wrote about what I could do if she ever did divorce me. Perhaps find a way to become a mechanic or an electrician. Or a plumber. I wrote about feeling like this anchor that is holding her down. That my uneducated ass is just leeching off of her and her success. Finally, I wrote that maybe she is better off without me and that I loved her so much that I seriously contemplated on that. Do you love me? She flat out asked me. Her face stained with tears. I set the basket down and sat next to her. Of course I love you. I reassured her. But I guess it wasn't enough as she threw the notepad at me softly. Then why do you think so little of yourself? Why do you think that you are such a burden that you feel the need to be apart from me? I'm sorry, honey. But you know what I went through and you know how I lived. I know that. But you could at least let me take some of it off of you. You don't have to feel like a burden to me because you're not. I come home to you. To a clean house and dinner cooked and I feel like my day just got better and you make me feel better. Remember our vows. Remember our promise. She's crying now and I felt horrible. I wish I didn't write those words down. But they ate at me for so long that I needed to vent somewhere. I'm not computer literate. It took me a long time to figure out how to use YouTube, so I couldn't put these thoughts in a more secure place. I hugged her as she cried. I'm just glad I didn't write down anything about her constant need for sexual gratification. But I can't help but feel the way I do. Here she is, working her beautiful ass off to provide the life we live and I can barely contribute to the household. She's well-educated. Kind and any man would be lucky to have her and I barely graduated high school and all I have to my name is a few hundred dollars and an old razor phone. I'm sorry honey. I'll be more open about my feelings. She laid down and she asked me to join her. I complied and she wrapped her arms around me and she whispered, You can do whatever you want to me tonight. I looked at her and she just gave me that little look with her blue eyes. I swallowed. Hard. I don't really know what to do to my wife. So I started by kissing her. I told myself to just do what felt natural. I wish I didn't do that. Within minutes I shoved my dick into her mouth, all the way to the back. Her eyes were wide open and she was gagging, but I held her down for a few seconds before releasing her. She was coughing and there was a line of spit dripping down from my cock. I peeled away her shorts and I began to eat her out. I stuck my tongue in her. My tongue has been somewhat long from what I'm told, and she squirmed under me as I tried to get it in her as deep as I can and she writhed under my attacks. She's moaning loudly and she's trying to crawl away but I just held her down and tongue-fucked her. When I was done I kissed her clitoris and licked it too while fingering her. She started to tremble and her body shook while she started screaming. God, what, how do you? That was amazing honey, she said in her orgasm-addled brain. But before she could come down from her high, I began to line up my tool and as she looked down, I entered her quickly without provocation. She screamed in both surprise and pleasure. I think. And when I start to thrust my hips she would moan loudly and would sometimes say some gibberish. I just kept slamming into her. And she started screaming and moaning. I stopped. I wasn't sure if I'm hurting her. My dick isn't large or anything. Last time I measured it. It was 7 inches but from what my wife told me I am thicker than normal. She looked at me and she smiled. Don't stop honey. Keep going. So I did. I just wanted my wife to be happy. That's all. I'm pounding at her as hard as I could. But I'm afraid that I'm hurting her. So she gave me her hand and she told me that if she squeezed hard, that is a signal for me to stop. I bent her over the bed and fucked her. I fucked her on our dresser and on our bathroom sink I even fucked her while I sat in the toilet. She told me to do whatever I wanted and so I did. I was going to fuck her downstairs, but I had just tidied up the living room and kitchen. She never gave me a hard squeeze so that eased my mind. She must have come to a handful of times, I'm not sure. We ended up in the shower. And I had to basically carry her since her legs has gotten weak. Thank god there's a little ledge for her to sit on. So I just washed her up while she sat down. That was amazing honey, she said. But why didn't you come for me? Ah, I'm sorry. I guess I've gotten used to you telling me when to come, was the excuse I gave her. So she told me to give her my dick and she started sucking on it. My dick started to get hard inside her mouth, which she loves the feeling of. And she started giving me an amazing blowjob. It didn't feel like this before. But I guess our little sex session made this one feel special. Within minutes I blew a huge load into her, and she swallowed at least three times before I was done. God, that was a big one. I know we just fucked yesterday, and you didn't come this much. I guess I'm just turned on, I said as I steadied myself. I started to feel lightheaded and I had to lean against the wall for a bit but the feeling passed and there's a look of concern on her face. I'm fine. Thank you, dear. I've been meaning to ask but why do you still have that old phone? It's a bit personal. But I'll tell you. There are three voice messages in there from Rosa. The first message is her telling me to ask you out. The second message is her telling me the recipe for her spaghetti and meatball dish. The third is her telling me that she is proud of me and will always be proud of me. That one is the message she left me the day before our wedding day. I got a bit misty-eyed when I explained why I kept that old silver razor phone. And so did she. I think. I can't tell because the shower is on. I promise to let her listen to it when we're done bathing. I love you, she said as she gave me a hug and a kiss. I love you too honey, I replied, and I meant it. I don't think I can leave her and I hope she'll have me for the rest of our life.